straight betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith, that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which is to them an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that of God. For unto you it is given on the behalf of Christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you saw in me and now here to be in me. There are three admonitions in chapter one of Philippians. A lot of teaching, a lot of tremendous truth, but I've singled out three admonitions. One is in verse one, chapter one, verse six being confident of this very thing, that he who hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Then in verse 25, having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith. Paul already said, I'm at a twix between two. I really desire to grow and be with the Lord for me to live as Christ and die as game. But I believe God wants me to stay here a little longer. So I'm gonna stay if he permits. So the first thing is don't worry. Don't worry. Worry is sin. Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? Which of you by worrying can get anything accomplished? So the little song says, why worry when you can pray? Trust Jesus, he'll be your stay. Don't be a doubting Thomas, rest only on his promise. Why worry, 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 worry when you can pray. And having this confidence, I know I will abide. That's what Paul said. And he also said, I thank my God, being confident this very thing, he who hath begun a good work and you will perform it on the day of Jesus Christ. In other words, eternal salvation. Don't worry. Secondly, Watch your citizenship. Look at verse 27. Only let your conversation or citizenship be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Watch your citizenship. The, the word conversation, we think of it, mean, it means talking. Watch your talking. But that word originally meant, watch your behavior. Watch your relationship to your heavenly Father. Watch your citizenship. And as we think of that, he says, stand fast. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't have a yellow streak down your spine. Stand on things that you know are right and are righteous that you've gotten from the Lord and just stand there. And then he says, be of one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel. 
Many, many times in scripture we're reminded that God's people are to be of one mind, that is unity. Be together in our thinking, in our praying, in our actions, in our voting, in whatever we do. We need to be together in it. One of the uh, blessings about a Baptist church is we may disagree with one another sometimes, but we love each other. And disagreements don't mean we don't love each other. And sometimes some things are said that maybe shouldn't be said and you're sorry for it later. Let's accept each other's apologies. Let's forgive each other. And let's go forward together. Whatever you do, do it together. Then he says, look in verse 28, in nothing be terrified by your adversaries. Don't be a scaredy cat. <laughs> Don't be worried all the time and afraid to death about this or that or the other. Let's have total confidence in the Lord that His will will be done. Our prayer is, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And so let's just pray, Lord, Thy will be done. Whatever it is, not my will, but Thine be done. And the last thing, the third thing, don't worry, watch your citizenship, then be ready. Look in verse 29. For unto you is given in behalf of Christ not only to believe on Him, but also to suffer for His sake. Be ready for whatever's going to come. We never know what's going to happen next. Our dear friend, Brother Philip, had no idea that his uncle would die in the middle of the night. He saw him on Sunday night, talked with him. They had good conversation together. His uncle said he was feeling better, Uncle Johnny. Monday morning he went back and Johnny had put a pillow under his head, lying down on the floor, and went to sleep and woke up with the Lord. Just suddenly, just suddenly like that. So we never know what's going to happen next. Our beloved Mrs. McKinney, I saw her Monday night. I said, I'll see you Tuesday. I'll see you the next day or Wednesday. I said, we'd be praying for you at church Wednesday night. She thanked us and smiled real big. She said, tell everybody at Glendale I love them. Early the next morning, she went to be with the Lord. Nobody knew that. That's happened to some of you. Somebody just suddenly leaves us. Now he says, be ready to suffer for his sake. Everyone in this room may have to suffer for Jesus' sake. That's part of what it means. He says, given to you not only to believe on Christ, but also to suffer for his sake. How do you suffer for his sake? Well, sometimes you take unpopular stands. Sometimes you know that God wants you to do a thing and you just do it and people don't like it. Uh, sometimes you take a stand on standards. You say that ladies' dresses ought to come down to their knee. And some girls say, that's no pop, that's just an old foggy idea. Well, try it. See what happens. Everybody will love you for it. Now, the Hollywood crowd won't love you very much. And uh, the prostitute crowd won't love you very much. But those who love the Lord will respect you for that. And men, God doesn't have a double standard. 
He'd say, women are to look godly and ladylike, but men look slovenly just any way you want them to look. He didn't say that. Men ought to always be ready. Be ready to give a reason for the hope that is within you. Not only by your behavior, but by your deportment. And by your modesty. Always be ready. And sometimes you have to suffer for Jesus' sake. I don't know how you're going to suffer. Some of you have already suffered for Jesus' sake. We have a lot of people around the world who are being tortured tonight for their faith. The interesting thing is, I was in Burma. Uh, Brother Bill Vaught has been to Burma every year for 11 years. You allowed me to go for five years. I did not realize this while I was in Burma, but while I was in Burma, there were Christians being tortured and killed right while I was there. The popular, everybody went, business went on just as usual, everybody, nobody knew it. That's what's happening tonight in different parts of the world. There are parts of the world where it's, it's against the law to be a Christian or to be a witness for the Lord. And some are having to suffer for Jesus' sake. Let's ask God to give us victory in Him until He comes. Oh, what a wonderful joy that song is. Victory in Jesus. I heard an old, old story. How a Savior came from glory. How He gave His life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about His groaning, His precious blood atoning. Then I repented of my sin and won the victory. To God be the glory. Let's bow together in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word of God, the warning we have, the admonitions we have, and the wonderful truth that we can be saved by grace through faith and know we're on our way to heaven. We thank you in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Let's stand in 341, Victory in Jesus. I heard an old, old story, how a Savior came from glory, how he gave his life on Calvary, 341. I think that's the number of it. Is that right? Yes, sir. And let's sing one stanza. If God has put on your heart any invitation, anything you need to come, take a stand on. If you're here tonight and you're not sure you're saved, come to Christ. Don't put that off. Maybe somebody wants to just come and kneel at the altar and pray. What a good night to do that. I heard an old, old story. You do what God says to do.